Hi, and welcome back to Aircode Coffee. Hello. Yeah. Um, we want to talk to you today. Again. Yeah, again. Yes. Whisper in your ear. Hi there. A bunch of lies. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, okay. All um, hail our Lord and Savior Cthulhu. Um, but... In, yeah. Last episode we talked about demons, I think. So yeah, it's a nice. Are we in line? What are we regressing or are we like expanding our lore? Well, we are progressing. We're getting more tentacles. Okay. <sighs> disgusting. Yeah, talking about disgusting. What's yeah. up with the fucking titles of this of this branch we're in, or like our field, our work field? <laughs> what? Oh, you mean just in general? Yeah. Yeah, like, are you a developer? Um, I, I think so. Are you a designer? N no. But but you call yourself a designer? No. What? Oh, what do you call yourself? Uh, well, that's the question. I call myself a front-end developer, but that doesn't fit the right you know, category or stack anymore. Mm. <laughs> but, okay, so I, I'm... I'm calling myself a UI developer nowadays. A UI developer? Yeah. Does that mean you you do like UX? No. What? It it means that I do um, the UI part of the front end development. So it's more officially instead of technical. But UI is like. Oh, you mean you don't do UX as in the whole? No, no, no. It's just like flow of the. The problem with yeah. front end development is that when you say front end development, mm -hmm. they expect you to do also like a bunch of frameworks and stuff. Right? Yeah, like. Nowadays, you need to know React or Vue or something. Yeah, so uh, we, uh, I and we as front-end developers who mm. are more on the design side of front-end yeah. try to separate from the normal front-end title. Mm. So we use UI developer or UI engineer, something like that. Okay. It, but, I mean, it's still like a, a bit vague as yeah. what exactly it, it means. But yeah, otherwise you get you know, bunched into or put into that certain <laughs> box or label. Yeah. yeah. It's hard because I, I usually call myself a full stack developer mm. because, you know, titles, they're hard. And, yep. and I don't want to be labeled as a specific thing because I, I like to do a lot of things and I think I'm okay with doing a lot of things. I'm not a pro at it. Yeah. At, at everything, obviously. Like, but well, I don't want to be labeled something and then always have to do whatever label I got. Yeah. I, I want to be able to do some marketing if I need to. Mm. I don't mind that. I, I, I had some marketing classes. You're, you're like a, a fluid developer. I guess. But like nowadays, that's where I wanted to go is there's so many titles. Uh, does a title even mean anything? No. But why is there a new title called DevOps? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. I Tell, tell us more. I don't know if I'm the best person to tell you what DevOps is exactly, but um, I've spoken with a person, a friend of mine, who has been taking courses to become a DevOps yeah. person. I mean, <laughs> a DevOps person. I mean, you can, if, if the word dev... A DevOps human. Yeah, if the word dev is already at the beginning of the word, so you can do a DevOps, developer... DevOps developer? Yeah, that's like a <laughs> double. work, yeah. It, it's double up. Uh -huh. So I would call him a DevOpper, but uh -huh. I don't know. Is that a word? I don't think so. I, I googled it and a, a dev upper. Yeah, dev upper. <laughs> <laughs> Develop, <laughs> develop, <laughs> develop. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Um, DevOps is a combination of software development, uh, which is dev, yeah. and information technology operations, wow. ops. So DevOps is a set of software development practices uh -huh. that aim to shorten the system's development lifecycle while delivering features, fixes, and updates frequently uh -huh. in close alignment with business objectives. When I hear this, yeah. so you're a developer. Yeah, well, or yeah. You have a com you're a developer and you combine information technology operations, yeah. which is the basis of why you develop things. Yeah. Right, so when you have a business mm. and you want to reach a certain goal, you want to sell a certain amount of crap, yeah, and <laughs> you want to sell a certain amount of crap, dude. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not gonna, you know, okay, yeah, it's fine. So, <laughs> <laughs> and to reach that goal, yeah, you have certain strategy strategies, you mm -hmm. have certain goals, you have certain certain um, like things you have to do, yeah. operations, let's call them, oh, to get there, yeah, and as a developer. You get, I don't know, like from higher up, they probably have designed a specific type of operations. And with that, they have designed um, a product, like let's say web development. So you're going to make a website probably or something mm. that has a specific interaction to sell a specific product. Yeah. So like there's a lot of things combined there. It, it's like uh, business whatever like you 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 have you have to understand businesses yeah. you have to understand your own business you have to have done research mm. you have to have done uh, like uh ux research but also like your your target audience you have to understand what they want and yeah. how they will like uh interact with your website mm. and there's like a life cycle that you're creating for your product. Yeah. So it doesn't start when you buy the product. It mm. probably starts when you hear the name in the ad. Yeah. Like, ooh, you know this Plumbus? You need it. Do you know what it is? No, I don't know what it but is. But you need it. Um, yeah, exactly, I want one. Yeah, exactly. So uh, like when you hear the word Plumbus, mm. you already are in contact with the with the product yeah. in some form. So the life cycle begins and there's like these operations mm. they have laid out and there's people who uh, maintain a specific like quality yeah. and specific um how do you call it like um like it has to be reflecting the product mm. in every step of the way yeah. until you buy the product maybe 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 even after you buy the product you still want to support the feeling of ah oh, you did a good job you bought you bought the plumbus yeah. you should be proud you know so a proud plumbus owner so like I'm, I'm, I'm telling this because, like operations yeah. is to maintain a lot of that business ideals, mm -hmm. like the goals, the, the, the way of thinking, even yeah. like how you interact with the, with the, it's everything that you do in a business mm. in the back. Yeah, and a developer, partly like a web developer in this case, he partly has to, you know, maintain that style, and that quality, and that. It has to reflect back on the product. Yeah, sure. It, it, they have to keep in mind who's going to use it, how they're going to use it. Um, yeah, and keep that whole like uh, what is it called like a strategy strategy of the company and mm -hmm. of the product in mind while developing. Also, yeah. Yeah, and that's something you get almost like taught. You know, when, when you when you hear the briefing of the pr uh, project yeah. as a developer, you hear like this is us. This is what we want to. You know show the people mm. this and is what, what we want to achieve yeah also yeah, yeah these are our, our goals yeah. and uh we want you guys to 
be able to reflect that in your work. Mm, yeah. And um, so in my mind, you're already doing partly, you're, you're part of ops yeah. as a developer in, in some way or another. I don't know how much you're involved. Of course, that's that depends on how the project has been briefed and w- what part. Yeah, also how the company handles their developers, I guess. Yeah, but like if you're doing, um, okay, I'm just going to take a 2019 project mm-hmm. and uh, people are really like modern, <laughs> the higher ups. The the, uh, the company. The, yeah, uh, yeah, the managers of the company are really modern. They're like, no, we don't have a development team in-house. Mm-hmm. We don't have a marketing team in-house. We're just going to hire a bunch of smart people, mm-hmm. a bunch of freelancers, and we're going to, give them this project, they're gonna do it in an agile and scrum way. Yeah. And we're gonna just keep track of what they're doing and see if they're going the right way. But every week we want something to be delivered. Yeah. Okay. Do you have time to actually discuss who's doing ops in a week? I think you, you, you have to like just go with it. Yeah. You have to ma- like maintain a, a, speci- yeah, a kind of style and a, and the stability of your product and your quality. Yeah, quality. You have to have a stable quality assurance. I don't know. Yeah, you have to maintain that with your whole team. Yeah, I think it also depends on what kind of company you you, you hire or you get hired by. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, like startups are more like they just hire freelancers and they mm-hmm. expect them to keep that standard, you know, while developing. Yeah. But I think like a lot of agencies kind of lose that ability to keep their freelancers or their employees mm-hmm. engaged with the project. Yeah, you know, of course. A lot of times it just you have to like churn out or how do you call it like yeah, pump churning. out <laughs> a lot of projects and don't really think about you know um, what you're doing and how it should be improved and how yeah I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like yeah you, you just get burned out. You know, yeah. you don't have the creative. Uh, freedom or incentive to actually put well, in the effort, effort they want you. There's also a lot less pressure on you, so I think that also kind of makes you a lazy developer eventually. Maybe like you start reusing maybe some same mindsets. Mm. You, you, you stop being creative. Again, after a while. you don't get pushed enough. Yeah, I think so. Is um, it pushed or stimulated? <laughs> yeah, both. Tingle. There's just less pressure on you, so you kind of lose the ability to really, mm-hmm. you know, keep going and and innovate yourself. Also, yeah. And like, so in 2019, you're hiring this super modern team. Yeah. And I think it's not rare that companies hire uh, like a freelance group or mm. maybe one one manager uh, or like a I don't know a team leader or something. Yeah. And then the, he would actually hire a bunch of people from outside, or maybe, maybe they have a development team, but they they use this. Um, I don't know if there's a term for that, but they like hire the developers from their own company. So like they pick one developer from that part. Uh, right. Dev- mm. I think like uh, a lot of game companies did that. Yeah, they have like like little projects, yeah. and they divide the developers by yeah. yeah. Like uh, Valve did that. Yeah, well, Valve does it a little. A little bit different than that, I guess. But yeah, well, they did it that way. I, I remember. Yeah, do they, they still they, do it? Or no, they, <laughs> they, they I don't change. want to go into. Okay, <laughs> it's it's a mess right now. Oh, I, again. But, yeah, culturally, they're a mess uh, oh. inside the company. But um, what are they called? Double Fine. They also oh, yeah. did that. Yeah. Uh, Double Fine from like uh, Psychonauts, mm-hmm. the game. Tim Tim Schafer's uh, company. Yeah, 
um, I'm just saying like it's a specific way of dealing with uh, getting the right people mm. for a project. Yeah. And ha like having a developer or a development team in-house is mm. really nice. Yeah. But not every developer is the same. Yeah, and, and it, not every developer fits with all projects or a specific yeah. project, yeah. Yeah, you need a specific mindset, you need a background maybe, or mm. I don't know, the developer has to have an incentive, like a, yeah. a personal stimulation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Again, th that's what I meant. A, a company itself can't stimulate a developer to do more, or you know, mm. just that's really hard. Yeah. Of course, it also depends on the developer. If you have a developer who's really engaged and wants to you know outperform himself or... Yeah, but that's not for the right reasons yeah, that's <laughs> anymore. True. It's like, yeah. I'm trying to prove myself instead mm. of, hey, I'm trying to create something that actually works mm. and actually fits yeah. the project itself. I yeah, feel like the project itself has to, you know, engage you mm. instead of... Well, th that's yeah. the easiest way yeah. to to generate that interest or, mm -hmm. you know, at least, yeah. So it's it's not uh, out of, you know, it, it's pretty smart mm. if you do it that way. You just um, start advertising the project mm. and you say, like, this is what we're going to try to achieve. Yeah. And we need these kind of people. Are you that person? Mm. And you know, you're not stuck there forever. You just do the project, yeah. and then you you see what what's next. But in that way, I feel like you don't have a specific, you know, a separation between every developer or every person in that team. Mm. You don't have the time for it, and you can't have like forty people. <laughs> I guess you can, <laughs> but it's not a good idea to have to hire forty people yeah. for a project. Mm. I don't know. Like you, you've probably worked in some projects with. Uh, well, not with forty people. No, but, but what's like an average? Um, uh, like there's at least one front-end developer, yeah. one back-end developer, maybe two back-end developers sometimes. Okay. There's a designer. Mm -hmm. There's a project manager. Yeah. Um, there's like sometimes an accountant, but that, that yeah, that person doesn't do a lot with the project, so I don't know if he really counts. Um, and sometimes there's a second front-end developer, but most times there isn't. So, so like it's, it's like six, seven people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I feel like if you have more, it's gonna have you're gonna have trouble communi communicating. Yeah, I mean, even with six yeah. people, it's already sometimes tough to get everything across, right? Yeah, but I'm just trying to say I, I haven't heard a like a, a maintainer mm. or something like it, everybody maintains their own shit. Yeah, well, the project manager is kind of you know the he checks. Yeah, he checks. He, he's also kind of the the quality guard or yeah. something yeah of course you, you would need one person to see but, hey did we achieve what we wanted yeah but still like a project manager has no technical knowledge so he won't necessarily try to keep up the the, the quality of the mm -hmm. code he's just there to make sure that what the client expected is yeah. achieved eventually and they don't really care about you know mm -hmm. how yeah and in my opinion like you as a developer you it's should, your responsibility yeah. yeah you should feel responsible for your product to yeah. actually perform in all the use cases. Yeah. That that, are, yeah, That's also why they have a lot of times two backend developers and then sometimes two front-end developers. It's just to stimulate each other yeah. uh, while working and trying to keep each other's code quality up, you know? Um, it's something I try to achieve at multiple companies yeah. right now of a, a while back when I worked full-time. It's um, every time I was trying to, you know, make try something new mm -hmm. with how developers work because... Like with the last company I worked full time at, they every you know front end developer worked separately from each other, so there was no code you know check or overlap or whatever. Yeah. Everyone's just working in their own little you know dome, and a lot of times you get then like a signature 
code for every developer. And then sometimes another developer had to work on that project later on when it's finished. And it's like, what, wait, why did you write it this way? You know, And there's something that could be you know, avoided way, way easier beforehand than afterwards and having to write, rewrite a bunch of stuff. And a lot of times when you confront a developer with like code, they're like, oh yeah, you're right. And you know, mm -hmm. I should have done it differently, but now it's too late. So what I've tried to do a, a while um, is to make sure that uh, like uh, projects take multiple months. I mean, the projects I've worked on take on multiple months. So uh, just change it up. Put in another front developer on the project after like one or two weeks. Mm. Yeah, like because, uh, because then you get like a, a like a, a, a eventually you'll develop the same right because if someone builds something, no one's gonna rewrite the whole thing. No. They just add their own code and maybe adjust a little bit. But then you know it's every time they they add and remove a little bit, and then eventually you have like a, a baseline because everyone will kind of write the same. No one's going to yeah. change all the code, right? Yeah, that, that's a pretty smart idea. So I think that's really cool because then also you have a quality insurance built in while developing because another developer gets on it and it has a new you know, vision or you know, aspect on how the project works and is written. Yeah. And uh, you, you can get, of course, you do feedback after every change of developer, but you can just switch the front of developer every two weeks or something and then you know keep adding. It's, I think that's a, a good concept, but... <laughs> I yeah. tried multiple times to integrate it, and no one wanted to do it. So, yeah, that's too bad. Um, I, I've heard of companies doing this actually. Yeah, uh, like uh, even yeah. What what company was that? Um, but uh, they have a specific name. It, it, it's an actual strategy. Oh, okay. for cool. uh, But they actually do that um, with uh, the whole team, not only developers, Oof. but yeah. It's a it's a pretty tough one. Yeah, that's that's tough. But uh, you know how they do it. So they actually um, they have teams all over the world, mm. and they actually hand off wow. the project to a, a team on the other side of the world. That's cool. Uh, but it's really interesting. They do that to um, be able to produce a project in really really short time because the other team on the other side of the world. They start their workday when your workday ends. Ah, so that's smart, I guess. Yeah, so when you hand it off, yeah. they continue with it the next day. Yeah. So it's like by a daily basis. So, so you, you kind of remove that like 12-hour period or is it 12-hour? Yeah, I guess 12-hour period where, uh, you know, there are no employees at your company yeah. and then someone else picks it up in yep. the 12-hour. <laughs> it's really interesting. I think that's a bit too quick, to be honest. Yeah, it didn't work well, They I've heard. But, but I think like if you yeah. switch after a while um, and not the whole... Not the whole project. I think that's way too much because even with like front developers, if you switch developers mm -hmm. all of a sudden while in a project, that other developer has to kind of you know get into it yeah. before you can. But write. if you do it daily, though, like if yeah. you're switching every yeah. day, so if you like, I mean, in the beginning it will be really hard, I think. But eventually, probably. as I said, I think like the code will get kind of the same for yeah. everyone, and then it's way easier to you know work in yeah. because that's that's exactly why there are frameworks like Bootstrap, right? It's just you have one specific thing how it works yeah. there's one documentation you, you can't try to work around it it's just this is how it works yeah it's a and fenced if, off way to work yeah. if you want to do a, a specific thing you know how to get there yeah exactly um, it's, it's really clear how yeah. to do it and then if you all write you know the same code eventually you can really quickly switch around yeah it's also nice when someone gets sick for example mm -hmm. uh, you, you can just put someone else on it without yeah. having that whole period of hmm, I don't know why he wrote it this way you know yeah. documentation is always a struggle with companies so 
So maybe uh, if you want to do it that way, you would need a framework. Um, yeah, like that I mean, would, that's one way. Yeah, yeah, it would help a lot, right? So yeah. I think they actually they have the same concept of frameworks in like their marketing. Mm. They they would use like blocks. Okay, they had predefined uh, like in the company. Oh man, that's also a thing I've I've, <laughs> I've thought about, but. <laughs> But uh, so it, it kind of exists. I've heard okay. uh, I've heard of this way of working. Mm. Uh, I've never <laughs> experienced it myself. But, I mean, yeah, but. Um, yeah. All I'm trying to say is, why do you need titles anymore? Yeah. Like, if you're gonna hire a team, you would say, what's your expertise? Mm. What can you do in in my team? What can you like? You complement each other. If you get like five backend developers and nobody knows how to design, well, it's like. The the title is just something to initially grab your attention, right? Yeah, but whose attention? Well, so in my case, for example, <laughs> yeah. recruiters. If I don't put if I put UI developer in my title alone, I get a lot of w- weird and confused recruiters. Like, so you you design UI, and I was like, wait, what? I'm I'm UI developer, but they like, yeah, but UI is design, right? Yeah, you, you get a lot of those. <laughs> Um, so initially, you have to capture those people with just front-end developer, and then they're like, oh, so you know you know, frameworks, you know React, whatever, and then they read more, and they're like, oh, he doesn't do React. So it, it, yeah, you kind of need titles, but you also don't, because eventually yeah. they'll look at your skills, and they're like, well, this is not you know, what I'm looking for. So it's, mm. I don't know. So like, I updated my LinkedIn page yesterday. Uh, and uh, I had to think of um, what they call it, like a, a tagline or something. Yeah, you have like the, the title on top, yeah. you mean, yeah. Like underneath your name, you have a, a little space where you can put mm. in whatever you want, yeah. basically. So I did full stack developer, but in parentheses, I put in all the expertise, like Node, uh, like JavaScript, ES6, PHP, yeah. whatever. Mm. And like, like full stack doesn't mean anything <laughs> anymore. It, it just means you you're, you can... Like go through the whole process of creating a project. Yeah, uh, you, you can help everyone in that team, um, but does it really have a? Oh, the, again, that, that's like it's just a, like a filter or like a. a, a but really, it's not anymore. A really broad category, really broad category. Okay, so let's say we're using titles to filter, mm. and, and like if you're if you're a, like a graphic designer or something, do, yeah. do something very visually. You're developing things visually. <laughs> Can I say that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> because I think visual development is also a thing, and mm. visual design is also a thing. Mm. Um, but anyway, we're trying to use like UI designer, as you said. Yeah. Um, oh, UI developer. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're trying to give yourself a form of a label. Yeah. So you would kind of you know fence off your scope of things you want to work on yeah uh but what if you think of a new title like DevOps? yeah and it actually is so broad that it like defenses everything yeah like i mean if you're a DevOps, yeah you can have five DevOps, and they would actually be all different yeah <laughs> yeah right because well, their expertise can lie get, somewhere else th- that's exactly the same with front-end developer right now mm. There, there's such a, a wide variety of what what it is exactly. 
I mean, it would be fun if we all just call each other developers, not even like software developer or front-end or back-end, yeah. just developer, and then just wait for the, the, the chaos to <laughs> erupt. Yeah, like, like here. It's uh, too, yeah. Like, for example, I, I'm taking stages of DevOps. So there's stages that you go through as a de DevOps mm. person. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> You can call it something else, I guess. So there's um, you can there's plan, create, mm -hmm. verify, packaging, release, configure, monitor. Okay, but that's very broad. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here comes the the tool chains. So as a DevOps is intended to be cross-functional mode of working, those that practice the method methodology use different sets of tools referred referred to as tool chains rather than a single one. These tool, tool chains are expected to fit into one or more of the following categories, reflective of key aspects of the development and delivery process. Okay, so one, coding, two, building, three, testing, four, packaging, five, releasing, six, configuring, seven, monitoring. That sounds similar, mm. but here it's more like what you're doing. So coding, code development and review. Yeah. So a DevOps does code development and review. The second step, building, continuous integration tools build status. Third step, testing. So I can keep keep on going, but he's doing everything. Yeah. You're doing everything in the whole project. Yeah. Like the, the first one said also planning, which I think should be a part of every person's. <laughs> like if you're a developer. It, it, it depends yeah. on what kind of planning they mean, but. No, like project planning. Okay. And uh, you're hired as a team mm. again. Like you want to be part of that planning as a whatever, as a developer, yeah. as a marketeer, as a designer, you want to be part of that planning. Mm. You want to be able to put in some input. Yeah. You know, you want to be representing yourself mm. as part of the team. Yeah. Because if you get a insane like requirement, you can't really get there. Yeah. You have to be careful. Mm. You have to also just let them know that's probably a bad idea. Yeah. That or, you, you can't let someone else, you know, tell you what you can and can't do. Yeah. So, I don't know. To me, it sounds like as a DevOps, you're doing everything, so you're full stack. I guess. But a full stack means you're not doing the planning and the, and the monitoring. But I am sometimes. Like, it depends on if they need me to do that. Mm. So, what, am I a DevOps? I think you are. Are you a DevOps? No. Why not? Because I don't monitor and do other other stuff. But would you? I mean, if I have to. But I mean, it, it can be fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess to but, learn about that. But but I really like to be more specific in what I do. Mm. That that's more my thing. I, I really want to pick one thing and be really good at it instead of doing multiple okay. things. Mm. So yeah. To me, yeah. That's me. <laughs> that's you. Yeah. But, but you are you are DevOps. You are a de DevOps person. People. <laughs> Fuck. N human. Do, do we sound human when we talk? No, oh. we're we're robots. <laughs> oh, that's something different than a chicken. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. I, I'm I'm just tired <laughs> of trying to define myself. Yeah, um, all those titles are really annoying. It just. Uh, call me whatever you want. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Uh, I, I mean, I, the thing is, when I went to school, 
uh, I was in uh, uh, what's it called like Hogeschool Rotterdam, hmm. and uh, I was at uh, Hogeschool Leiden, and I had um, multi communication and multimedia design yeah. at uh, the Rotterdam University. So, you know what that that was everything. Communication is like everything. You're, you're planning, you're yeah. researching. We, we we talked about every aspect of a project, and uh, we also did like marketing. Even yeah. we did like half a year of marketing courses. Wow! So, like I was already planning on doing a lot of things. Mm. Also, you should be able to understand those steps. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Like even even you, you should probably. Uh, me? Yeah, like you're a specific person. Yeah. <laughs> a specific person. <laughs> like I'm a DevOps person. Uh, you're a specific person. Uh huh. But still, if they talk about like marketing or something, yeah. and it should well, not. That's also kind of fun because I also did like a, a college where it was really, you know, broad. I did yeah. like a multimedia engineer. So that's just everything that has media in it. So that's audio, video, whatever, design. Yeah, and how to sell it. Yeah. How to sell it, how to maintain quality, how yeah. to monitor quality, how to do research before mm. you start a project. Yep. So like, do you need to have a title to say, I do that? Well, apparently you do. But I yeah. mean, I think it's also, I think a problem is that um, there are a lot of developers or a lot of colleges right now that try to, you know, really quickly pump out developers. Okay. Um, so it's like a one-year education or two-year education where you only learn one specific thing, and that's mm. just front-end development or back-end development and in a specific language, right? Mm. You have a lot of those camps where you learn like JavaScript in the, in, yeah. a, in a weekend or something, you know? Yeah, would you even call that an education or a course? Well, uh, apparently. I mean, yeah, you would be maybe not fluent, but you would understand the language, but yeah, you but, wouldn't understand why or how or But again, when. I think... I think those people kind of, you know, they don't know about all the other stuff probably, like marketing and whatever. Mm. So uh, I think, uh, and they also tell themselves and other people that they are a developer. Yeah, they, they wouldn't. Uh, it's just they are on a different skill or a different, you know. Okay. They have a different yeah. set of skills compared no, to. Their scope is just limited. <laughs> That's yeah. how it sounds to me. Yeah, but again, they also lack those like marketing yeah. skills or whatever. They, have, they haven't learned that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I kind of get it. You can't expect that every developer knows that or is even interested yeah. in that. But still, I mean, some shitty title like DevOps doesn't yeah, like, clarify anything. It's just. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say is DevOps, you have so much responsibility. Mm. Uh, you might as well be called project manager. Yeah. Like in-depth project manager or something, like. But the, to me, that sounds like I have so much responsibility. If I if I I'm not doing everything, mm. okay. So if I'm doing coding, building, testing, I'm not doing configuring and monitoring anymore. Yeah. I can help with that, but mm. I'm not going to do that. And I think that's what they are trying to say with DevOps is you pick what you want to do from these steps, right? But um, we had titles for those. So if you want to pick those steps, just call yourself a, a developer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like yeah. I, I can help with monitoring. I know how to do like ch checking but, statistics and but, stuff. But, but, but yeah, that, that should be something that's just, you know, on your CV or something yeah. and not a title. Exactly. Just call yourself a developer with an expertise in monitoring, configuring, maintaining, yeah. packaging, yeah. releasing. I don't know. It, to me, it just sounds like they they want to get 
the most out of their uh, money. Mm -hmm. So they make everybody do everything yeah. instead of actually hiring people who are experts at their at, at what they're doing. Yeah. So everybody's doing a little bit of everything. Well, yeah. Yeah, and they expect the frameworks to fix the rest. Th that's why I think like instead of front-end developers, yeah. those people who only work with frameworks should be called like framework developers or something. I don't know. Yeah. Framework engineers. Yeah. For all I care. But front end is is also design, and all those people not all of those, but a lot of people who do all those frameworks don't know anything about design. So how how is that front end then? Design um, is part of the front end. So yeah. how can you say that you're a front end developer without knowing any design? Yeah, that's it makes no sense. Well, here you have it, boys. Yeah, just call yourself a person and yeah, a developed person, <laughs> a developed person. <laughs> Well, we're all developed. Wait, no, not all. Some of, some of no. us are underdeveloped. There's one person who's not developed. <laughs> hey, what the hell? What? I know you You mean me. No, you're not. What? No, his name starts with a T. Oh, Tim Apple? Yeah, Tim Apple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, yeah. I don't know who he's talking about, actually. So, uh, we should probably <laughs> stop right here. Probably the person who said Tim Apple. Wait, my name doesn't start with a T, though. <laughs> Did you say Tim Apple? Yeah. It's okay. Oh. But that's a last name. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not make this political. You guys know who, who starts with a T. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening to this and you you like him, then you should probably just, you know, close this podcast and just burn your phone or your device you're listening on. Wow. That's... Uh... Pretty. Oh, you're probably stupid. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Let's leave. <laughs> I'm, I'm not taking part of this. Abort. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening again. Yeah. And watching, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if this was really meaningful to you, but uh, it's just a. Yeah, it's a nice, thing. nice little discussion. Oh, by the way, we are in 4K right now. Wow. Don't. Yeah, don't zoom in. Don't zoom in. Don't zoom in. Yeah. It, it will hurt you. It, it will haunt your dreams, nightmares. Jesus. Let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Again, thank you for listening and uh, we'll see you next episode.